Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. The Ways of Brother Lawrence. I will write what I myself have heard and seen concerning the ways of Brother Lawrence, a discalced Carmelite friar of blessed memory, who died about two years ago at the monastery in Paris. Someone who chose to occupy the last place in God's house rather than keep his higher rank among sinners, who preferred the disgrace of Christ to the feast and delights of Egypt wanted me to inform those souls disillusioned with the love of the present times of what he knew I had gathered from Brother Lawrence's teachings. I will gladly comply. Even though we have already given the public a eulogy and some letters, I maintain that we cannot overemphasize what we have preserved from this holy man. I believe it would be helpful to recognize him as an excellent model of solid piety at a time when practically everyone finds virtue where it is not and takes the wrong paths to get there. Brother Lawrence will speak for himself. I will give you his own words taken from the conversations I had with him, which I wrote down as soon as I left him. No one portrays the saints better than they do themselves. The confessions and the letters of St. Augustine present a much more natural portrait than anything that could be said about him. Nothing will make this servant of God, whose virtues I will propose to you, better known than what he himself has said in the simplicity of his heart. Brother Lawrence's virtue never made him harsh. His heart was open, eliciting confidence, letting you feel you could tell him anything and that you had found a friend. For his part, once he knew who he was dealing with, he spoke freely and showed great goodness. What he said was simple, yet always appropriate and made good sense. Once you got past his rough exterior, You discovered an unusual wisdom, a freedom beyond the reach of the ordinary lay brother, an insight that extended far beyond what you would expect. When he was seeking alms, you could see he was suited to conduct the most serious business, and you could consult him on anything. Such was the appearance Brother Lawrence gave. He himself depicted his attitudes and interior life in the conversations I gave you. His conversion began, as I indicated, by an exalted idea he had conceived of the power and wisdom of God, which he carefully fostered by faithfully dispelling every other thought. Since this first awareness of God was in effect the basis of all Brother Lawrence's perfections, it would be appropriate 
to pause to consider how he developed it. Faith was the only light he used, not only to know God in the beginning, but from that point on. He wanted only to be instructed and led by faith in all God's ways. He told me several times that everything he said, read, and even wrote himself seemed insipid in comparison with what faith revealed to him concerning the grandeurs of God and Jesus Christ. He alone, he said, is capable of making himself known as he really is. We seek in reasoning and in the sciences, as in a poor copy, what we fail to see in an excellent original. God paints himself in the depths of our souls, yet we do not want to see him there. We leave him for foolish things and fail to converse with our king, who is always present within us. It is not enough to love God and to know him from what books tell us, or from what we feel in our souls, or from a few insignificant impulses of devotion, or from some insight. We must make our faith come alive and lift ourselves up by means of it, beyond all our feelings, to adore God and Jesus Christ in all their divine perfections, as they are in themselves. This way of faith is the mind of the church and suffices to reach a high degree of perfection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, mirror of the divine life, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things not seen. The conviction. The conviction of things not seen. And the substance of things hoped for, St. Paul says. The conviction of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. Faith is our response our acceptance, our conviction about the truth of what God has told us. In other words, God reveals himself. God makes known who he is, what he is like, what his plans are. Above all, he makes that known where? In Jesus Christ. The fullness of revelation, the full disclosure of the truth about who God is, that God is an eternal Father, that God is an eternal Son, and that the Father and Son together breathe forth a third divine person, their mutual love, the Holy Spirit. That is what God has told us about himself through Jesus Christ, and that he is all good and all wise and all knowing, that he is all powerful, he has no beginning and no end. He's the ultimately simple, unified being 
who knows all things and who has willed us into existence, who sees all that we do, who created us to share his own life with us. God is truth. God is mercy. God is infinite goodness pouring itself out. Okay, this is what God has told us about himself. And if we think it's true, then we have a conviction of things unseen. And this is faith. You see, faith is the response to who we are in relation to God. Faith is the response to his revelation. What he has told us, we believe. And so that knowledge of God that he has told us is so far beyond anything we could have figured out on our own about God that Brother Lawrence said everything else was insipid. Everything else was like nothing, a poor copy to what God can paint about himself in us through faith. Brother Lawrence truly accepted God as he revealed himself, as he presented himself. He was docile. He was ready to believe whatever God told him. And that conviction of faith was what he primarily relied on. Because it's certain. And because it gives us a share in God's own knowledge of himself. We know God by faith as he is in himself. Our minds connect to God by faith. All right. Now, what does this have to do with his great virtue of openness? Well, if Brother Lawrence could accept God as he is in himself, if Brother Lawrence was able to hear God speaking and assent and accept what God is, then he could also hear truly hear everything that God created, anything that comes forth, anything that exists, Brother Lawrence recognized it had to be created by God. It had to be held in being by God. And that nothing happened that wasn't somehow allowed by God. And every person that came into his life was somehow sent from God. And he tried to see in each person a unique reflection of God, a unique instance of the image of God, capable of sharing in God's own life by grace and love. And because he marveled at God, he marveled at all that God sent him, and therefore he was an incredible listener. He was not harsh. We're harsh largely because with others because we were harsh with ourselves. And Brother Lawrence was not harsh with himself. Brother Lawrence knew his weakness, but he was so filled with the awareness of God that his own weakness, his own tendency to sin, he accepted, but didn't think that was the most important part of him. The most important part of him was that he was made by God and loved by God. And 
he was able to enter into the minds of other people, inspire confidence, because he was a saint. And if Brother Lawrence could be so good at listening, if he could be open to anything, if you could find a friend in him, then guess what he's telling us? God is even more a friend. If I, a finite being, Brother Lawrence is saying, can listen and accept you, guess how much more God will listen to you? Guess how much more he will hear you? Guess how much more a friend he will be to you? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.